This episode is brought to you by Beloved Prosper, a whole life wellness coaching practice. Stop by BelovedProsper.com and sign up for a 20-minute complimentary coaching consultation to see if and how we may support you on your journey to whole life wellness. Beloved, it's your time. Welcome to Beloved Prospers to Give You Hope, a podcast where we share the goodness of God through the experiences of others to encourage you to be strong and of good courage, for the Lord is with you. Beloved, I'm Coach T, and I'm so blessed to welcome you to our fifth episode, All Things Work Together for Good. Ever found yourself in a situation that you'd rather not be in? Felt lonely? and desires of a friend? Well, today's special guest, Noelle Mesa, shares a special lesson about how God's ways and thoughts are higher than ours. What is the personal testimony that you would like to share today that will help to give others hope? So, Um, My husband and I, we were living in Idaho back in 2016 to 2018. And a situation arose in my my husband's job. There was going to be some cuts. So my husband, being the uh, very proactive person that he is, you know, he didn't waste any time in trying to look for another job in the event that that cut would happen. So he started looking for jobs um, in Idaho, outside of Idaho, all over the United States, overseas. <laughs> um, and he landed an interview for a job in Pennsylvania. So he had that job interview. He had a second job interview and they offered him the job. So we prayed about it and we felt that God was leading us here to Pennsylvania. I will be honest, I didn't want to come here. I'm from Georgia and I'm a Southern girl and I do not like cold weather. I don't like snow. So the fact that we were already in Idaho was difficult for me. There was a blizzard two winters in a row while I was there, (laughs) of course. (laughs) And so when he was telling me about the job offer and we were praying about it, I was just like, why Pennsylvania, Lord, please, of all places, you're going to take us out of Idaho, bring me back to Georgia or somewhere warm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But it was Pennsylvania. So this was difficult move for me. So we move out to Pennsylvania in 2018. And one of my main prayers that I was asking of God was God, please send me a friend. Mm. I'm a very sociable person. I have lots of sisters in Christ back in Georgia. I had gotten to know sisters in Idaho. And so having a friend is very important to me, those Mm -hmm. relationships, those friendships. So that was one of my main prayers because I felt very lonely. I didn't know anyone in Pennsylvania. So we moved to an apartment because we eventually wanted to try and get a house um, or move to the country. So this was a little bit of a stepping stone to come to an apartment first. Mm-hmm. We come to this apartment in Harleysville, Pennsylvania, and we had just been living there just a few months. It was around the summertime. And I was also trying to look for jobs as well and um, wasn't being too successful. And one day I was at the pool at the apartment getting some vitamin D 
<laughs> and I saw a flyer in the clubhouse of the apartment and it was talking about essential oils and that mm -hmm. a young lady in the apartment complex was selling them. Mm -hmm. And I was like, perfect. I had been wanting to get some more essential oils. I got into them in Idaho when I was trying to get more into natural remedies, learning about health. And so I was like, great. So I reach out to the young lady, I text her and she's like, actually, I'm available in an hour. Would you like to meet? She tells me your apartment number. Of course, it's just a few doors down from us. I was like, uh, okay, <laughs> we're kind of fast, but sure, I'll meet with you in an hour. I don't know you. So I go over to this young lady's apartment and I meet her. She's very nice. Uh, she has a little boy, very cute. She's very nice. And we start talking about essential oils and health. And she tells me something very interesting. She said, I'm going to be very honest with you, Noelle. I am actually now looking to do other things besides just sell essential oil. I feel that God has been putting things on my heart to do other things for him besides this. So I'm not really getting into this anymore. But I am happy to, you know, get you set up and get you some essential oils. Um, and she was telling me that she's a new Christian. Of course, I'm a Christian. And I'm like, this is out of the ordinary. Wow. We start talking about God. And I was just sharing some of the things about my experiences and my faith. And she was sharing. And we, I stayed there for quite a while talking to her. I did get some oils uh, ordered. <laughs> But anyways, after that, this just kind of ensued, this relationship just grew until we were just spending more time together as, as sisters in Christ, just sharing, talking, going on walks, going shopping together. I would go over there, I would have tea and we would just chat. Mm. It was really, really lovely um, that this relationship started to bud, this friendship. So... What ended up happening was I had been praying like, Lord, I want to share with her about what I believe as a Seventh-day Adventist and, you know, the truth about the Sabbath, because we go to church on the Seventh-day Sabbath, which is Saturday. So I've been praying about that. And I was not pushy at all. I just generally shared the church I go to. And that was it. And I, I never invited her to church. I had been waiting and praying for an opportunity. But one day she pulled up to me and I was in front of the apartment she was going to her apartment and she pulled up in her car with her son and she said, Hey, what church do you go to again? And I told her, she goes, would it be okay if me and my little boy went to church with you next Sabbath? I was like, sure. I didn't even have to ask her. She asked me. So she starts to come. Our little boy goes to the cradle roll that we mm -hmm. have there for the little ones. He really loves it. She loves that he's loving it. People welcome her very warmly. They're very friendly. And she tells me, I just have a good feeling about this place that this is where I need to be going to church. This is good. And so I was like, this is great. And so then she steps out and she asks her husband to start going to church. So her husband begins to go to church with her as well. And so that happened. And then we start talking about Bible studies. She wants to start studying the Bible with me. 
Mm -hmm. So I said, absolutely sure. So we start studying the Bible together. We would have weekly Bible study um, meetings. And mind you, I'm still trying to look for a job and I can't find anything. But because I wasn't working, this provided me an opportunity to spend a lot of time with her Mm -hmm. do these Bible studies. So that was a blessing. We start doing Bible studies. So this is summer 2018. And we're doing Bible studies. They're going to church. Things are going really well. They're really loving it there. They feel part of the church family. And she tells me that they want to be baptized. Mm, Amen. So, of course, my heart is just overflowing. Like, Lord, this was all you. Yeah. This wasn't me. This was you. So, of course, the pastor starts to meet with her because they're getting serious about baptism. She was asking baptism just for her at that point. Her husband was just attending. He wasn't asking for baptisms. So, and he was not a part of those Bible studies except for once or twice. So this was more about her. And so the pastor starts meeting with her and he's also meeting with the husband and so to meet them as a couple. And we set the date. And so she becomes a baptized member December 15th, 2018. Wow. Wow. So your desire for a friend in a place where you didn't want to be (laughs) led you to being able to win a precious soul to Christ. Amen. Exactly. And the interesting thing, it wasn't just my prayer. She had told me in the course of our budding friendship, she's like, do you know that I prayed to God that he would send me a friend, a sister in Christ? And I was like, doing the same thing. Yeah. Yes. And so that's why, I mean, besides the fact that I got to meet you too in Pennsylvania. Okay, Noel. (laughs) We did get to meet too. But um, no, the fact again, how God gives us the desires of our heart and you're sitting here yearning for a friend and she's yearning for a friend and the Lord is able to link you two together. And he links you to, because the thing that you have in common is this desire to love him, you know, and to um, be with him. And so uh, praise the Lord for friendships, for relationships. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've never had this kind of experience before where I have like really have led someone to Christ that I know of, you know, we never know the things that we do. how that leads others to Christ, but to be able to physically see that happen and see a baptism come from that, that's just, it's a humbling experience. It's not about me. I'm just that weak instrument that God uses. Mm -hmm. It's God and how he's so amazing and how he works. Yeah. These little, little things, all things work together for the good. Right. And so my question to you, Noel, then is, when it was plain to you and your husband that you needed to come to Pennsylvania, how was your relationship with the Lord at that time? Growing, you know, always growing. I was kind of going through some stuff, just some personal stuff. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. I think that my faith needed to be a bit more strengthened Mm. going through some stuff. And my faith was probably quite small. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of where I was 
in Idaho. And, you know, it was just difficult living in Idaho. I was kind of suffering some from depression as well. So mm-hmm. that's just mm-hmm. kind of where I was at with God at that point. And so when you had this experience with your friend, how the Lord led your paths to cross and the relationship that then came from that, including the baptisms, how was your relationship or how did it flourish with the Lord after that? Or as you were going through it? Yeah, no, that's, that's a really great question because as I was praying and just trying to be a good friend to her, I was seeing God working and just seeing how prayers were being answered. And that in turn was strengthening my faith Mm. as well. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, after this whole entire experience, I definitely would say that my faith is a lot stronger and that my prayer life is a lot more stronger as well. Amen. Amen. How have you changed since you came to Pennsylvania and since with this experience, and I know you've had other experiences, but how have you changed? I think that probably I'm more aware of power of God, obviously. And I, I've, I've mentioned that, but just being more aware about how we can influence other people that are around us. Like that experience has really opened my eyes to see, okay, we've moved since that apartment. Where I'm at now, I am reaching out to my neighbors. I am doing certain things. I'm, you know, someone had a baby. I bought a present for them. I baked bread for them. There's a widow that lives behind us. I've been checking up on her. I did something for her birthday because of the way I saw him work. I knew, okay, well, how he works in the past gives me assurance of how I know he's going to work now. And in the future, when it comes to evangelism with just your neighbors around you in that sense, that has, I guess, strengthened me and given me more courage to reach out to people around me in some sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. To give you more courage. So your faith has increased and um, your courage has also increased. And you're stepping more out in faith and you're developing relationships. It sounds like because you want people to see Christ working in and through you. And so that, yeah, I mean, in that, as you're, as some people say, what a living sermon, then Christ is being lifted up. Yes, that is the absolute goal of what I'm trying to do now. Yes. Amen. Amen. So then, Noel, when you think about your testimony, what is the scripture verse that comes to mind that gives you strength? So the verse that I have chosen is so Isaiah 55 and verses eight and nine. Is it okay that I read those verses? Please. Yes. Okay. So Isaiah 55, verse eight and nine says, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. Amen. Why does that verse speak to you when it comes to this testimony? I think that we have a vision in our head of how we want things to be in our lives, what we want. Of course, I had a vision in my mind, okay, well, when I move to Pennsylvania, my prayer is that I'm going to find a sister in Christ who is in my church, and we're just going to click, because that's what I had in Georgia, 
And I had that in Idaho with some sisters. Mm -hmm. That's what I had in my mind, but he had something completely different. And God God would actually use me (laughs) for her. Because at first, I guess it was all about me, right? Like she can fulfill how that sister that I'm praying for can fulfill my need. God had a completely different story in that, a different agenda than I did. Amen. To lead her to him. So that is why that verse just points out to me because his ways are so much different than ours and his thoughts are so much different than our thoughts. His plan Mm -hmm. different than our plan. Sometimes they're the same. That happened. But a lot of the times, most of the times, they're different, but his ways, his plans, and his thoughts are always so much better than ours. They exceed, Amen. they even exceed the expectations that we had even um, desired in the first place. That's right. Amen. That's beautiful. And it's, you realize it was not all about you. <laughs> yes, God was going to work out what you needed, but it was not all about you. He had a plan because one of his other children needed to learn more about him. And that's the beautiful thing too. Like sometimes, yeah, you feel comfortable with those that know you, you know, that you have similarities, but God is saying, I have children everywhere. That's right. Right. And we need to meet one another. That's right. Amen. And so that's a beautiful thing. So Noel, then beautiful verse. What are some practical tips you can share? Well, as I was learning how to be healthy, mm-hmm. God used that also as an entering wedge with this sister to be able to introduce to her the gospel, to introduce to her the word, to introduce to her the truths that God wants us to know. And then the second thing I just wanted to share is when we pray to God for things, expect that when he answers those prayers, they are going to exceed, like I said before, they're going to exceed anything that we could ever imagine possible anything that could give us the most joy god wants to give that to us Mm -hmm. so just remembering that when we're praying we pray with that faith and with that expectation Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so taking care of ourselves um, in a way that pleases god and making sure that like i said when we pray whatever god is going to however he answers is going to be above what we could ever dream yes Amen. 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 The word of the Lord says in Romans 8, 28, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. Our father cares about every aspect of our lives, even the desires of our hearts. Sometimes the very situations that we desire not to be in end up being some of the most faith-stretching, character-building, personal growth opportunities that are truly for our good. Noel's experience helps us to see that God truly has plans to prosper and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. As we surrender to our Father, He may take you or me, out of our comfort zone so that we may experience the full joy of obedience. As you allow the Lord to direct your steps, 
Appreciate where you are at this time in your life and let the Lord shine through you to others. Beloved, I pray that this encourages you and gives you hope. Until next time, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Maranatha. This episode is brought to you by Beloved Prosper, a whole life wellness coaching practice. Stop by BelovedProsper.com and sign up for a 20-minute complimentary coaching consultation to see if and how we may support you on your journey to whole life wellness. Beloved, it's your time.